You were right. You were correct. And I was the fool for ever having doubted you. Ah, yeah, yes. I apologize. But no, you for didn't, my it wasn't that you were doubting me. I never made these horrendous. I never made these claims. I never. I, and it also makes no difference brain. because I realized this after the fact anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck you. Uh, should we do a podcast? Uh, oh shit! You know, <laughs> right, I I just stopped recording, but that's fine. Sure, let's do a podcast. Three, two, two. What's next? Um, five. <laughs> five. Go! Oh, you missed the clap. <laughs> three, three, two, one. Hello, weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me, as always, is my co-host and novice, Will. How are you this week, Will? I'm very good, thank you, Sam. Thank you for having me here, and thank you to all my, our wonderful listeners. Um, if you haven't been here before, we talk about anime. Sam gives us a new anime to watch, to watch the first three episodes of, and come together on the podcast to talk about what we thought about those. Um, the whole aim is that we try and come up with a list of shows that we could show a noob, a novice, to get them hooked on anime. Drawing. I'm looking at everything f- f- from a noob's point of view, because I... Never really watched anime, whereas Sam, he's such a weeb. He's moved to Japan. Yep. Um, there's a limerick in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> and we're, and he's an expert. So I've come to him as the guru and he teaches us about anime and what we, what we need to know. Welcome. Uh, rather than us be naive, <laughs> naive imbeciles bumbling along going, oh, anime is cartoons and bad and for children. Oh. Um, which it definitely isn't. Yeah. Um, we've had some opinions changed on this show. We've had some, radical changing of minds your mind mostly I, I, well well my mind's been blown a lot of the time i think i've done a good job of changing your mind in certain situations oh yeah I there's think, a, quite a few that i've what, looked back on and gone actually this isn't as good as i thought it was or even just i've gained a new appreciation for a lot of the shows that we've watched mm. Mm. there was one oh it, one of my favorite episodes of all time is book three of avatar like i think we we did such a good job of sort of discussing that from a, a quite a unique angle of just definitely is it filler or not is is um, the last and, season of avatar filler <laughs> the hottest of yeah. hot takes <laughs> um yeah so uh thank you for coming along this week we are discussing a new show that i have never heard of and yeah. sam's sort of given to us to watch and we watched the first three episodes now the first episode sam yeah. you didn't tell me is 40 Six minutes long. It is a very big so one. I, it, is a, it is a hefty boy to get started. Uh, so I sit down last night. Oh, no. Like before friends are coming over for dinner. And I sit down. Oh, got, I've got an hour and a half. That's enough to yeah, watch the show. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, it's not. Because I've got 46 minutes just for the first bloody episode. So I had to stay up late last night when friends had gone and I was several beers deep. Uh, <laughs> To, to to review the rest of the uh, episodes but um we've got there we've done it we've got there and in time as you as you'll have all seen from the title we are watching uh the rising of the shield hero yes yes we are sam tell us why anyone would want to watch the rising of the shield hero can okay, i hear me out okay i was going to i just asked you to explain okay valid <laughs> do you like isekai <laughs> <laughs> because it's another motherfucking isekai because <laughs> i don't think i can 
really explain in any more detail because the rising of the sheep, sheep didn't it? <laughs> or the sheep hero. What was I saying there? The rising. Wow, that's a show we need to see. Absolutely. He, he's got <laughs> fluffy, the sheep <laughs> fluffy powers. Just set in Wales. <laughs> set in Wales. Oh God. Or New Zealand. Um, yeah, the rising of the shield hero is your kind of by the numbers isekai. Uh, you have your otaku loner uh main characters transported to a fantastical world of magic and uh game-like systems based on the games that he plays and it's all kind of standard fare until it isn't and we have a <laughs> uh a bit of an interesting twist on the main character goes to a world and is the most powerful and most beloved it's quite refreshing to see this point of view and it was pushed so much by crunchyroll because crunchyroll helped to co-fund uh, the creation of this it actually got made for three or booked in for three whole seasons as soon as it was made so it's got a bit quite a lot of hype very interesting because i i noticed i watched this on funimation and it had an advert for crunchy roll at the beginning like one of the and i was like that's weird i've never seen that before why are they advertising and that makes a lot of sense they had to still put crunchy roll at the beginning yeah Yeah. but also that's actually a really good segue because recently the Funimation and Crunchyroll merger has actually finished. Oh, yeah. So now, right, Funimation as an app still exists, but its entire library is now on Crunchyroll, dubs and all. And Crunchyroll has basically become oh. the main hub for all of your anime needs now. Um, oh, fuck. So I need to cancel my Funimation subscription and, and grab a Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll one. one. Yeah. <sighs> okay. God damn it. Okay. I, I feel the pain, man. Like I had just renewed my Funimation um subscription yeah. for the year <laughs> yeah. and then a month later mm. it was like surprise crunchyroll own us now but you can you can still hang out here if you want to with your good friends at funimation <laughs> guys yeah <laughs> guys but we're, we're shutting it down in <laughs> three weeks yeah uh, <laughs> you've got three weeks to get your things and, and get out <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is your three-week notice period god damn um, i prefer it crunchyroll is a better player anyway anyway Shield Hero, yeah, an isekai with a twist. Uh, do you want to tell the listeners, Will, what happens in these first three episodes, especially in like the big bulky first one? What's happening? I will do as soon world. as we roll the clip. Nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> just that was the, just staring into each other's eyes. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> Uh, it's been a lot. Sorry, no, because you're gonna <laughs> I will actually cry. use that. We're gonna move on very quickly. So the first three episodes of this show, um, we so we we follow this main boy who is Naofumi. 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 Yeah, let's go with Naofumi. 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 You're gonna tell me the story. That's like blasphemy, or like all those, or misogyny. Like it's, it's, it sounds like a bad word. <laughs> now, <laughs> now for me. For me. <laughs> um, yeah. So now, oh, now for me. Tell me the story. A, never mind. Now for me. Okay. So <laughs> now for me. I'm gonna keep repeating is, it until you laugh. God damn it. Is <laughs> <laughs> a twenty-year-old, as you said. Uh, what's the what's the word Otaku? for the, the otaku's? Which is like a, a gaming nerd, is it? Like um, a, a, you I... get otaku's for all sorts of things, like anime otaku, oh, right. game otaku, gun otaku, all those kind of things. Okay, okay. Um, and he's just this run of your mill. What is he? He's twenty years old. He's yep. a sort of positive, happy go lucky kind of guy, and it's kind of 
pushed that through these first uh, episode, at least for the first part of the episode. Yeah. He's this positive figure. He's yeah. got a good, good head on his shoulders. He looks at the glass half full side of the situ- situation and he is summoned through a book mm. um, into this fantasy world, uh, which is being attacked by waves of evil, I guess, waves of creatures, evil waves creatures of zombies and, and monsters. And- yeah. Yeah. And they have summoned the four heroes, which are the sword, shield, spear, and bow. Yes. And each, we find out later, and it's very well done, that each four of these heroes are from different parallel universes of Japan. Yep. Um, and they come together, and the other three are a little bit different to our main boy, Naofumi, because... They seem to have a better understanding of this world. Yeah. He's a little bit of an outsider. And everyone, including including the citizens, I think, to a certain extent, although they there's certain elements, certain classes of people that maybe respect the shield uh hero a little bit more. Yeah. But generally the shield hero is seen as a bit of a loser. Yeah. In the campaigns that these other guys have been running on their MMOs and stuff, which is where they learn about this world. The shield hero is always the, the loser. Dud, the, the, the loser. The, Nobody wants the, to play yeah. as the shielder. The the black sheep. So the black sheep hero. Yeah, he's already the black sheep hero <laughs> from Wales. Um, <laughs> he's <laughs> full circle. They, he's already on the back foot, and but but he's still positive. He's still going to make the best of it. He shouts out into the night sky that he's going to do his best and he's going to try hard. And he um. Yeah, so their whole thing is that they've got to save the this this new world, which is basically kingdoms and the sort of quite a uh, a typical fantasy world with knights and soldiers and mm. stuff, um, and marketplaces and all those sorts of typical fantasy world tropes elements that you'd yeah. expect. Yeah, um, and they've got to defend it from waves and literally waves. They're coming in waves. There's a mm. big sand timer that tells you when they're going to come, and they have to fight against these evil things. Now, the big twist, Sam. Oh. Oh. Oh, baby. Do you, do you want to explain the big twist? The big the big twist in the middle of episode one? Oh. <laughs> it's just, it's so well done. I, yeah, I, I, I can't <laughs> overemphasize. If, like, if you're even considering watching S.H.I.E.L.D. here, I want to say now, go and watch it and then come back and listen. Oh, good. Because good. Yes. I think it hits so much harder when you don't know what's coming because it's foreshadowed there's lots of little whisperings in the background about the shield hero throughout when he first arrives and mm. now for me he gets a party and nobody really wants to join him and he gets this girl called mine who joins him um mm. for a bit and she kind of shows him some of the ropes and she's kind of flirty with him and then he wakes up on the dawn of the second day of being a hero and he's confronted by the guards he's been robbed there's no money left he's dragged to the castle where he's being uh, accused of having sexually assaulted Mine. And everybody's there. The king is there. The other heroes are there. And there's evidence that there's lingerie on his bed. And she ran naked in the night to the Lancer hero to uh, say what had happened. And he's basically caught completely off guard at Lance Point, in the royal throne room, being accused of the highest sin of this land, which is to attempt to lay your hands on um, a woman. And we get this look at Mine, 
and she looks at him dead in the eye and she sticks her tongue out and she's because she's planned it all. She's planned yeah. the downfall of the shield hero and now for me has to start from literally zero. Not not, not even zero. I would say negative numbers. Because Absolutely. The, the, the word has spread and everyone believes this story. Everyone in the city believes that he is a rapist yeah. and they say the word rapist several times throughout this show and it hits hard it does like you walk into the restaurant he's like is that the rapist it's like oh it's my like, god oh damn and he's and you see now from it like the the light in his eyes is gone he's got bags under him he's he's jaded and he's angry with the world mm. and he still tries to fight for it he still has to well he up. has to he has if he to. wants to get home he has to i think it's He's bitter. He's Definitely. so bitter that he has to do this. And he's just, he's cl- he, basically, you see this massive character shift. So let's talk about now for me first, because yes. this is the big pull of the show. We see this happy go lucky guy and it's not done to a sickening extent. I think his is a really nice, balanced, believable character. Mm-hmm. And looking back in time hi- with hindsight, I think there was he was all he was just that bit too much positive there was too much positivity around yeah. him and uh, t- to be fair at the time i did think well this is all going to go tits up but that was just because well it has to because yeah. it's not it's not going to go this drop. well for him the other shoe's got a drop but you don't really expect it to drop that much and to be mm. such a big shift and so so he's he's i didn't i also didn't expect his character to change that much i thought there'd be another he's, shoe yeah and he'd and a still shoe. stay <laughs> And a third shoe. <laughs> and a fourth shoe. And he's on and all there's... fours as he becomes the sheep hero proper. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, um, and, and yeah, so I didn't expect there to be that much of a character shift. But because it's such a big thing that he's being accused of, mm. he knows he's innocent. He sees it for how it is. And he's like, now everyone hates me and he just yeah. basically has to harden up he has to massively he, he's been naive up until this point yeah. he's been far too trusting and far too willing to just go with the flow and enjoy the world yeah he's been and in that otaku he, dreamland he's this is what everybody mm. dreams of when they're living by themselves and play video games all day they want to go to another world where they're important where they're the chosen one where they can get the girl and he's seeing this as an opportunity and then suddenly all of that evaporates in, right in front of his very eyes and everybody's whispering behind his back and he's even getting bad deals at shops. People don't want to sell to him or even have them near, near him. Yeah. And he just, he just goes from, he, he just basically becomes so brutally, uh, what's the word? Like, it just doesn't take any shit. He's just like, no, this is what we're doing. Mm. I'm going to do this. I'm not, I'm, I'm, he's, he's almost just out for himself at this point. He's super blunt. He's he? shut now. He's just like, yeah, he's, he's blunt. not taking shit from anybody. He's like, he has his mission. Yeah. He's also, he's also threatening people. He's threatening yeah. people with violence. He's like, he's like, I'm not going to put up with anything. I can do so. And this comes into question like, uh, late, later on, but like the power levels and stuff, yeah. these heroes are clearly something very unique in this world yes. because the citizens have no defense against these weak, these the weak weakest balloon little monsters. Yeah. balloon monsters and that he's just got munching on his side. So like, even though he's really weak at this point, he's still way stronger than anyone than your else. Average Joe. Yeah. This. Yeah. And they, that we know that they have these special abilities to see their stats and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which no one else has. Uh, so it, it, there's clearly a big difference between them. 
and yeah, I just I just love how he's just like now out for himself and. Yeah. He's like, I've got a job to do and I'm going to do it. And he's also shut off his emotions with like empathy and sympathy. Because when he's with the girl originally, what's, what's she called? Pink haired girl? Uh, Mine. 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 My Mine. Um, <laughs> she, he, he's empathetic towards her. He's supportive of her and he sort of welcomes her in and he's respectful mm. and all this. And then it gets to the point where she deceives him and he's like, I ain't doing that again. Yeah. I ain't trusting no one. I'm out for me and I trust myself. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I, that entire sequence where he's going out into the world, he's like, I fought all night to get one level. This isn't enough. And mm. we see him bringing back the monster scraps and then he starts using his abilities to get better materials and sell them for, for more value. That entire idea is so appealing to me. I really like watching it in action because it's not your usual isekai usually in isekais when they're finding out their powers it's big booms and fights and explosions you think about this time in sword art online um kirito was fighting a boss with asuna by this point yeah, 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 yeah. now for me by episode three like he gets his big fight but up until that point he's not really grinding so much as he's figuring out how he's going to just survive and he's doing that by mm. i don't know just seeing commerce happen in real time, it sounds like it shouldn't be appealing at all and should be really boring. But because it's like, I don't know, built into this kind of gamified fantasy, but it feels real. Like this is all stuff that you do in like Final Fantasy fourteen. Like you go out and you kill right. monsters and you bring the materials back, you sell them, you get the gill, you go on. But and And that wouldn't translate to a compelling story except here because we know that this is what he has to do and he's forced to go from the ground up. It's so interesting to see, I guess, a game mechanic being used, I don't know, or a game mechanic not feeling like a game mechanic. It feels like a natural part of the world. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it's brilliant. Like, there's, there's, let's talk about the game, the, the game mechanics because, I really liked the the personality the the personal touches that each thing had and like the intricacy of it. Like you say, it felt real. Like there was a point when their levels went up or, or they got they got um experience points. Yeah. Both him and his Oh and Raftalia. The, the, the new girl. Yeah, Raftalia. I'm not gonna remember that. Um Raccoon uh, Girl. Ra- raccoon Girl, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Raccoon Girl, although they're not really the colours for raccoons. But anyway, Raccoon Girl. Um are they? What colour are raccoons? Um, are they not the black depends. and white ones? Like in America, more so black and white. But she's yeah. based on like a Japanese tanuki, which are brown and black. Ah, okay. So raccoon girl, um, raccoon girl's experience goes up more and ups her level. But um, Naomi's experience just goes up a little bit um, and doesn't go into the next level. And I think it was just just a tiny little thing mm. that. They could have just put them both up a level or put them up the same amount of experience, but one of them has enough to go up to the next level, so they do, and then one of them doesn't. And it's almost like they've thought so much about how they want their development and their progress to go mm-hmm. that, and to display that visually in such a small little thing, I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's cool. There's, that, that feels believable. That feels like, yeah, that's actually what's happening. And these are, these are tangible. They're not just arbitrary numbers that we don't need to worry about. These are things actually that we can get something. behind. And, yeah, yeah, and, and that's and a lot of this is shown, not told. That it, he doesn't say, 
oh, I got less experience than Raftalia because I didn't make the kill. So therefore my <laughs> yeah. level is lower than her. We just see she gets more, a bigger number. And then at a later point, we just see both of their levels and she's like level 18 and he's level 60. So the progression mm. is because he's not landing the killing blow, he's not getting the XP, but it's never explicitly stated. And you just learn mm. about how this works naturally and organically through watching him raise Raftalia. Yeah. And, and that's, again, is another a nice dynamic that this show does. We're looking at it from the perspective of, I, I, I guess the, the, it, it's con- common in shonen, isn't it, to have the underdog story. Mm. So it's not, it's not unique in that regard, but it is unique in the fact that he's still the shield hero. Like it's not the traditional sword fighting attack focused yeah. protagonist. It's almost like your side character. And we're looking at it from what everyone in this world would be seeing as a side character, as a back, backbencher where mm. the three that have got sword, she- sword, spear and and bow i like like those are your main core fighters and that's a really nice touch and the fact that he then has to come up with a way of still uh, and and they balance that really well like they could have i i wasn't bored watching him solve that problem of how do i get experience when i can't i can't beat the monsters yeah when i just when i'm just punching these things (laughs) in the face repeatedly (laughs) and it's doing nothing not working even with his fist, he's just punching them full <laughs> on in the face. And he's um, bouncing away. Yeah. yeah and, and he has to get his little, um, his raccoon girl to, to help him fight and be his sword. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of the, the, uh, you know, when, um, Kirito and Asuna do the swaps. Oh, yeah, the like, tag out. You, you get, yeah. Well, funny you should mention Kirito because. Well, you mentioned him earlier. I did also mention him yeah. earlier. It's all <laughs> planned. Um, because the sword hero. Um, I think he's called Ren, actually is voiced by Kirito. No way! In the Japanese. Oh, wow. And um, he even comes, and when they say where they come from, what games uh, this is familiar with, he even says, oh, I'm from the VR MMO, um, like Galaxy oh, yeah, Star yeah, Online yeah, yeah. or something. And I'm like, oh, very nice. fun. <laughs> they should have used the same initials as um, Sword Art Online. Like, they should have said, like, Space Astronaut online <laughs> do you know what i mean like so it's still so it's a, a, a little easter egg of sao oh, there it is it's um, brave star online yeah, yeah super cool. um i wanted BS, to ask BSO. you about um raftalia then because another big part of this show is um mm. the relationship between raftalia and bestiality oh sorry <laughs> oh there it is uh yeah so what obviously raftalia is a slave and now for me kind of well, buys her and she is under his command and she has to do as he says. What did you think to that dynamic? Um, I, I like it. I think it works. I think it works in this world. It's, it's a, it's a bit dark. Um, and there are some potentially seedy elements to it mm. because you've got the Dom serve situation. Yep. Um, and the bestiality situation. <laughs> um, it's a demi-human. It, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Do demi-humans age quicker than everyone else? Because like she aged like five years in three months. Yeah. I think the idea is that it scales to her level. So because she's gaining so much experience, oh. she's like oh, wow. growing quicker. 
That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Because I guarantee you, bullshit. when she gets when she gets OP, she is not going to be an eighty year old grandma. No, she's like, going to be a busty <laughs> raccoon wife. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. She just becomes more attractive. Yeah, she, she just gets hotter <laughs> as she gets stronger. Yeah. <laughs> That's her power. That's her real superpower. <laughs> That's her hidden skill. Uh, it's like the more attractive she is, the more damage she deals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Like, that's true in life. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> there's, yeah, so I, I, there's, there's a few bits that are a bit off, but I like how he acquires her. I like that that idea that he's still cold hearted when mm. he gets her and it's like she's then open like the, the bit when she's eating the food and stuff is quite sweet like yeah. she's just so glossy eyed and um and i think that they yeah. handle it in quite a good way in that yes she is his slave and yes there is the crest that kind of forces her to do stuff and he is mm. kind of abusing that role a little bit by forcing her to become a weapon but we have all these other moments where she's getting to actually live a life. She actually gets to play with a ball and eat nice food and be able to well, I think it's, get healed. I feel like you're playing it down a little bit because he, he she, she, there's several times where she acknowledges the importance of their role mm. and sort of gets on board with what they're doing. She's like, right, yeah, okay, we've got to do this. Let's get on board and do it. And I think that, commitment to the cause yes she's still a slave technically but you see them start to work together and you see that relationship and i think by the end of episode three it's a partnership that's well forged and although it started off as very unilateral it's become more balanced and i think as time goes on that relationship will just become stronger Mm -hmm. um and the 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 slave thing will just be a, a sort of a way of like i don't know it sort of just it brought them together and then from there and in all honesty you see this in a lot of um other stories it could be seen as a a saving grace obviously he wasn't going into it with that mindset Mm -hmm. but he got her out of the cage he got her out of a life of of slavery suffering and and slavitude possibly yeah yeah Yeah, exactly yeah because the the guy said that she didn't have long left so Mm -hmm. i think yeah I i don't i don't see any quarrels with that especially in because he, he soon starts to show that he's going to treat her well yeah he gives her food and stuff and and and, and helps her and i think that speaks to Naofumi's character in general because even when mm. before he goes to uh, get raftalia or before he's approached by the owner of the the slave market um the guys who are kind of mocking him and saying oh we'll, we all join your party he gives them mm. fair terms they're quite, he's blunt with it but he's mm. you can tell that he's going to honor the agreement if they choose to join him and i think yeah yeah that's something that again really appealing is he has this at at his core he is a good person he's going about um rising i guess to the challenge by <laughs> um like more nefarious and unconventional means and by threatening and using violence and and using slaves to fill in the gaps but mm. at the end of it all he's still even if he doesn't want to admit it he's still doing it from a good place like in episode three where he chooses instead of facing the boss with the other four heroes he chooses to save the village like yeah yeah, yeah. and that's the first step in, in repairing his relationship but having that 
even if it's buried deep, deep down now, now for me is a good person. And I, I yeah. think that the show does a really good job of showing that he's an asshole, but he's a good asshole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's an asshole you want to root for. Um, oh, so many, so many things that you just brought to my mind. Um, yeah. Those, those guys that tried to rob him. Yes. Like, do they not live in this world? Like, do they not realize that he's a, <laughs> he's, he's a, a hero he's a and like, hero. it's does not, it, like, you're not going to be able to just rob him. Like, <laughs> it just seems really bizarre that they'd even try. I guess they're just idiots. Um, I suppose so. But whatever. Like, if you think idiots buy crack. into the, <laughs> did they? They really threw a ball at them and they ran away. Um, I love that he just walks around with those things just chomping on him. That is hysterical. I know, I know. Like, <laughs> it's so, yeah. And he just, like, when he just, like, he phantom of the opera's his cape open. Yeah. And it's just, like, <laughs> this little munchy ball just, like, chewing on his rib cage, And he's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> right. Okay. So, peek behind the curtain with regards to what I've been watching. At Sli- in Slice of Life, we usually talk about what we've been watching. Uh, so, at the end of the show, we talk about what, what we've been watching, what we've been doing outside of the show. Um Yesterday, before I watched this, literally in the build-up, I watched a, I binge-watched an entire series on Netflix that's just come out, um, which is based on a book, and it's called Anatomy of a Scandal. Okay. The whole premise of that show is a, a cocky, arrogant politician, um, but imagine a conservative party, because that's basically what it is, uh, best, friends with, best friends with the best friends with the prime minister uh-huh. no 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 genuinely like even in the show they 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 they're, they're clearly trying to portray the conservatives okay um his best friends with the prime minister is accused of rape oh and oh. then the whole thing is based around the court case he's tr- you don't know whether he did it or he didn't until later on and then it's just this whole this court case and then it's, it goes between that and his real life and it looks at it from a few different perspectives but off the back of that and him being really in the media's eye, it's very, a bit, not, not black mirror-y. It's a bit like, it's not quite, it's quite black mirror-y because it's, it's, but it's like, it could happen. It, yeah. it, 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 it's a realistic sort of situation. Uh, the media is very hot on it and he's, he's constantly got reporters outside of his house and everything. And you get quite a insight into the mindset of like what these people think of him and what these people and to go from that to this, mm. it was very hot, hot topic in my mind. And I was just like, it could, you couldn't have picked a better show post that series. Mm. And I was like, oh man, this kid, what must he be going through? Yeah. Like, Cause it's traumatic. It's like he's got yeah. this accusation of like this awful, awful thing that he c- categorically did not do. He didn't even drink anything mm. that night. So he is no. absolutely in the clear, mm. but everybody thinks that he's, scum and he's the worst thing yeah. that happens and it really does i was rooting for the the second that the blacksmith offers in the cloak i was like yes finally there's somebody in his corner and mm. as that relationship with we don't know Talia, why yet they're doing there was something with the eyes like he looked at him in the eyes and maybe just believed him yeah what? i think it or was like- because he said oh i ought to punch you for what or i should order kill you or whatever it was um for what you did but because now fumi's just like so accepting of it and like he's like oh you're just like everybody else the blacksmiths kind of clocks that maybe he didn't do it 
Um, mm. And I think because the blacksmith is probably the only other person in the entire city who actually got a measure of Naofumi before um, the incident yeah. because he was mm. there and he was haggling and they were having a bit of banter and whatever. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah, like that was a funny scene. That was great. One hundred percent off is just free. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Uh, but again, yeah, he, why are you going up? <laughs> but again, he comes back yeah. and like he he promises that he'll pay the uh, the owner back for the oh, cloak, yeah, and, he and he does. Yeah. And it's just for somebody who's in that situation, this impossibly difficult situation, to okay. actually have a hand reach out and help him is really cathartic. And I think that the show for such a controversial thing to happen to the main character and for the show to handle it in such a mature way, it's not played for laughs really. It's played as this is like an actually really bad thing that's happened. um, It has real consequences. Yeah. There are repercussions and it's, you know, like, seeing him deal with that and his progression, the fact that there's still this like flame of hope alive in him is really inspiring in some ways in that his character, he has that fortitude of character to be able to keep going. Yeah. You you see him later on when he's talking to um, raccoon girl and she's like asking him about what happened mm. and he just refuses to answer and his inner monologue is just like, you wouldn't believe me anyway. No one, no one, no one does me. And it, and it, and it's just, that's brutal and like to to have to have to come to terms with that mm. that this is how these people see you and then still go out there and show your face and be hold your head up high and get on with your job it's um it shows again strength of character it shows um that he, he he's willing to just move on and put that behind him and it's just a really interesting dynamic and uh, it's still it, it makes you just feel uncomfortable because it's mm. like you didn't do anything. Yeah. You didn't do anything and you're still accepting it. I know, I know fighting against it isn't going to do any good. Yeah. But I still just but like, it's it like still it hurts gets you the wrong way, you, right? It's like, it's just it under hurts, your skin the whole time. Given. Yeah. It's, it's not, not a nice feeling, but that's what makes it so engaging. And so, mm. um, yeah, hooks you in. Um, yeah, that's, can we talk mm-hmm. about, about who else is in on this whole conspiracy? Sure. So, Lay out your thoughts. It, Who, what do you think is so, going on so, here, Will? So in the in the chambers when they're talking to the king and he's making the accusations for the first time, it seems it, it, it all moves very quickly. And I didn't go back and, and, and check on what was said, but it felt like the sword, no, the spear guy mm-hmm. was in on it to a certain extent because he was wearing the armor yeah. that she gave him. And she said, he, she, he said, she gave it to me yesterday. Mm-hmm. Which couldn't have physically been possible because now, uh, now Fumi still had it then. It was only that she ran away with it last night. Mm. So whether that's just a time. There's, gap there's a or bunch of that- stuff there that you're right. It happens in very quick succession. And I think that mm. the suspicion on the, um, spear hero comes from now Fumi saying, Oh, are you in on it too? Like he actually says, you must be in on it too. Yeah, he you're does. Wearing yeah, yeah. the chainmail, and like that's that's mine. Yeah, but I think the timeline of events is now. For me, goes to bed. Mine then robs him blind, moves the stuff to another place, takes the clothes off, uh, plants the lingerie in now for his room, runs to the spear hero in the night and says, mm. "Oh, help, help, help!" He, drunkenly threw himself yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and then I guess the guards just wait until the morning. Maybe the spear hero takes him, her back to the castle and then now for me gets arrested. But yeah, so it, it's clearly Mine who is the mastermind behind this. But it, but, but that doesn't make sense because he said she gave me the armor yesterday, mm. which, which, which isn't possible. He full well could be on it too. And it's something that we've got to unpick as we, we travel through this uh, show. And I just want to do a slight correction because the, because uh, now Fumi explicitly says the lingerie wasn't there when I woke up. So the guards planted it. Mm. Ooh, the guards yeah, yeah. planted it and the king is in on it. The king is in on it. I don't know why, but he is in on it because from the, the very OP beginning. tells me so. Now the OP tells me so. Because <laughs> she stood behind the king, uh, the king's side, just the two of them. So they're in on it. <laughs> there's, there's something going on. Um, the OP yeah. is packed and full of spoilers, is it? isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 that's the only one I really picked up on, but I'm sure it is. As, as, I, as it comes to, as things come to light, I'm sure I'll uh, spot more. But um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the king's on an, in on it. He pl- The guards planted the lingerie because it wasn't there. And Spear guy, I don't know whether that's just like a a comment, like that they just haven't thought about the timeline carefully enough, but I don't see why he would say she gave it to me yesterday. I mean, yesterday could still work. Like if if she ran to him in the evening, then he, and then gave him the armor. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I've been, I've been sexually assaulted. Please help me. By the way, I have the chain chain mail. (laughs) 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 It's just a bit random, isn't it? (laughs) How Um, does it? I might, I might be looking too much into it, but it just... No, I like it. I like that you put your detective brain on for uh, fighting in our man yeah. now through his corner. Yeah. Um, okay, so what do we want to talk about next? I wanted to ask you what you thought about the fights, um, mostly towards episode three, because mm-hmm. um, that's when our big action set piece kind of takes place, where the wave is here, all the heroes are teleported to nearby where the boss is going to strike and the flood of enemies and we get now for me and raftalia tearing through the village what did you think of their first fight as a dps and a tank working together to save the day oh it's great i loved it it's pretty good right it was, re- it was really cool um yeah I, I mean like if we if we're going through the fight scenes there's all those little bits like with the rabbit oh like god with the the rabbit and the dog the two-headed dog and the blood and the gore there is quite a bit like that rabbit that was a, just a bag of blood like, <laughs> like I, I know she was like it's gonna bleed i was like surely not like surely it's gonna be like it's just gonna pop or it's gonna <laughs> uh, it's pixelate yeah they really or, bait you out with those poppy balloon enemies as the first thing they do bites, and then it's like oh god things can die <laughs> yeah um but fair, um, that's a that's a choice. And then they, yeah, they go to they 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 chase down to the village, and they're confronted with the guards. I like the the way the guards and the the villagers show their more conscious show their consciousness a little bit. They could have just been ah mm. oh, screw you, get out, and just been there for to wind up the antagonist and show how wind up the protagonist and show how good he is yeah but they don't they sort of go no right we're behind you we've got to put this to bed let's let's work together and we see what you're trying to do here and it sort of showed that they had a bit of awareness and they yeah. weren't just NPCs, or some of them did at least some of them did yeah mm. 
Um, enjoyed that. Enjoyed the big fighting scenes yet where she's cutting through stuff. I like the way he used the shield. Where he, yeah, I thought it was creative. Where he punches that big ogre in the face and then it just he just hangs in the air for a second because he's done absolutely nothing. And then Raftalia just like tears yeah, yeah, him yeah. apart. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's just like, oh, that looks so cool. What? Oh, there's Raftalia. <laughs> yeah, and he uses the, the shield projection thing. Oh, um, yeah. Do you want to talk about the shield um, itself and like it, its array sure. of powers? Yeah, for sure. Because... Can do anything. <laughs> it se- seemingly, like I feel like I feel like by mid the mid season, it will be able to do anything. It's, it's God's tier weapon. It's like it's that kind of typical trope of like, oh, you've been given the worst weapon, but actually, it's the strongest weapon because it can do this, <laughs> this, and this. But I know yeah. I really like that the shield. It, seemingly, you can feed it things, and it absorbs it, and then powers up, and it unlocks <laughs> the. <laughs> Give me, give me those little balloon bits. Mm, yes, give me the plants. A talking shield would have been much better. Cast me as the uh, shield in season three. It'd have been like, what is it? Hand? Oh, right hand from D. Right hand, yeah. Um, but yeah, like yeah, okay. It so opens up this big skill tree, and we he yeah uses, yeah he's got rope shield, he's got air shield, he's got uh, medicine plant shield. I think that he uses uh, briefly. Yeah. <laughs> But it's it's cool yeah. because it's it shows that it's a versatile weapon, whereas the other heroes are just shooting big bolts of lightning and slashing. He's his weapon is suited for him starting from the bottom. Like it's suited for him to discover things and make things that are more worthwhile to sell and then it gives him more options in combat. He's still just defending, but it's I don't know, it's just more interesting. Like the prison shield where he uses that to save the, oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. family from the from the skeletons or the air shield at the last second to block something in front of Raftalia. Like Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just really cool. And it's the idea that that's how it, his it shield is cool. going. Yeah. It is cool, but it does have that potential. Like you've sort of turned me off it with your with your spiel about how cool it is. You've almost turned me against <laughs> oh, it no. a little bit because it is that sort of it can do anything. So in any situation, he'll find a way out. It's James Bond's gadgets happen to suit his situation cliche he's um, macgyvering his way around with exactly. his shield. i guess the caveat is that he's got to um feed the stuff to it right he's got to actually go out of his way to find the materials guess. for it that's but again because this is anime he's going to do that pretty quickly yeah um and and it's also a bit annoying that the other heroes don't have any versatility at the minute um it because that does seem that he's a bit op in that regard because he say they came together like there's no reason why they would they're all heroes fighting for the same cause but say they have a they 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 they, they go one on one you've got one person with one move mm. and then him with all his little tricks and caveats and stuff and it's like hey look how good i am i can destroy you with a single thought with a single thought for the flick of a finger the flick of my shield, I shall destroy you. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I I, I think it, it's it's interesting, and I I like how he's used it so far. But it just mm. ha- it has that potential to just be a bit. Um, oh, Iron Man's suit can do everything. Um, it's nano machines, son. Nano machines. Um. Very nice. So yeah, the battles are really cool. Anything to add on the battles? Uh, a few nice cuts of animation. Um, the animation in general, I 
would say is pretty pretty strong. I wouldn't say it's yeah, anything mind blowing, it. but it's got a few nice peak moments, like where the three heroes who are fighting the boss all use their special moves, and like I said, when Raftalia, uh, when she realizes that the knights had like burned the village, and she just like goes straight for the guy's throat, like that's mm. a really nice bit of animation. Just the speed and intensity that she's got. Um, I really like the animation. I thought it was SAO levels, really, and like it, yeah, it is fantastic Wendell stuff. Like, it's like and the lighting, um, I think, does a really good job of helping with yeah. that because it's mm. oh, there's that whole bit in the village when it all goes red scale, yeah. like <laughs> and and pinks and like purples and stuff, and it's a really cool shift because of the lighting of the sun. Um, really nice directorial choice. Mm. I think it's good, good quality. We like it. We like that a lot. Um. Anything else? OPNED, I guess, is uh, our next port of call. What did you think yep. of uh, the OP Rise by Mad Kid? Um, oh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I, I, I like, um, I like I, I, the visuals are okay. Like they're, hmm. they're they're not like anything that we haven't seen before. Um, but they there's. They're, they're to the music, the when they when the four weapons pop up at the beginning to yeah. the to the beat, it's got some good movement. It's got some good sort of metaphoric transitions and stuff. So it does a good job, I guess. But the song really enjoyed it. It's like it reminds me of very much two thousands punk, yeah, sort of like a Fallout Fall Boy. Boy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's a nice. Really, really cool song. Yeah. What yeah, do you think? Absolutely agree. Um, complete banger. And I'm really glad because they've got the, um, the band basically have signed on to do all of the OPs for the, for the rest of the series. Um, mm. the mix of the rap and the heavy guitars at the start. And then like the, the chanting is all really good. But the highlight for me and the bit that I'm getting goosebumps even just thinking about it now is, as that core, like the whole build up and the narrative of the OP is like now Fumi's walking in the darkness and Raftali is there and it's all dark and there's prison like metaphors everywhere and bars. And then, yeah, yeah, just as the chorus drops, like she cuts through the bars and then it's just like this yeah, insane yeah. action sequence of the four heroes like <laughs> firing off bits. And then it's now Fumi using all these different shield powers and Raftalia and his other supporter like tearing through zombies or whatever and it's just oh it's just cathartic it's like it's like again <laughs> it's that mid-2000s amv feel where it's like someone's playing lincoln park over a naruto fight and it's just everything synced up <laughs> to the beat just right and it just really gets my engine oh, going dear. yeah uh, i give it an uh, underdog overcoming the odds out of 10 oh that's high that, that is, is high i was gonna give it an isekai out of 10 because oh you it's got some of those generic features that you, mm. you get from from anime ops but we still love them but we, we still we still them. come we back love, we love to see them <laughs> we still keep coming back yeah nice one and how about the ed then i actually really like the song yeah right <laughs> like yeah yeah i really like the song um visuals are meh it, yeah it's, it is what it is uh, it's a there, metaphor there's a little bit of movement in there they're in the desert yeah. Because they're barren and they don't have any friends. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they're all alone, but they've uh, got each other. Symbolism. Symbolism. 
yeah there's it, it's nice there's some movement there's a bit of sort of transitional stuff in there you know pop words uh but yeah mm-hmm. uh, the song was the song was nice i like the song yeah it's a good decompressed song and yeah just kind of mm. kind of nice i give it a, a sitting in the desert with a friend out of 10 <laughs> oh i mean that sounds pretty uncomfortable i guess you've got your friend there yeah um <laughs> listen to an ipod together <laughs> i give it a good first meal after a hangover Ooh, like a mackie's breakfast <sighs> oh yeah. yeah that's it that's the one oh or, or a roast like a weatherspoon's oh, roast <laughs> heading on or oh, down to toby carvery toby carvery where are you from lincoln mate <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a Toby Calvary. That's pretty good. Not going to lie to you. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Any odds and ends then, Will, before we uh, head into the big three questions and decide whether we think this is good enough for a complete novice? Uh, I've got one thing that, but I want to leave that for um, concept and execution because I think that's something that really does well. So I've got one thing that I'm going to say for that. There's a couple of little bits like, where did he get the 30 silvers from to buy the Demi? human to buy raccoon girl because he was like really scrimping before and didn't really have any money yeah. and then he's like oh yeah i've got 30 silver i happen like, to have what? just just enough money to buy this raccoon girl um yeah also it, that it was, guy it was, showing just, him a level 75 like what is what's the go here what if he bought it and he just starts just tearing through the countryside with this <laughs> wolf man <laughs> just turns up to the other heroes and just sicks his wolf oh. on him they're level one it's level 75 and just tears ren in half sword hero is destroyed lancer guy's on the on his back begging for mercy yeah he just goes straight to the kingdom wipes out the king i am king now (laughs) i'm the king look at me i am the king now this this is this is what happened i am not a rapist in fact you're all rapists that's it you're you're all rapists i is king anybody got any questions or do you want to meet my wolf again (laughs) No, sir. I I call him Wolfie. Wolfie, you, the you, wolf. can, you can you can call him Sir Wolfie. It's almost like he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Oh, mm, throwing back! I love it. Um, bah. Yeah, I mean the the humor. I like. I think that there's a quite a few bits of good comedy in this. Um, yeah, like we say, the the haggling scene. Obviously, it's before it gets a bit tense. Mm. Um, the little balloons. I liked, and I, biting him. Yeah, the balloons and stuff. I like I even a little. I I, la- I don't know why I laughed at this. I think it's because it just seemed so gamified, and it was at that point where not so much of it was gamified yet. And it was when they were naming the swords. Like he went into the blacksmiths, and he's like, he's got oh, the yeah. four swords, and he's like, this is the iron sword, <laughs> this is the magic iron sword, this is magic steel, and this is silver iron. And they just they develop, they progress, and it's like. You could just see them like options on a screen. Which one do you want? Yeah, which it's like, could, like least to most expensive. Okay, which one yeah, gives me the yeah. biggest numbers? Like Final Fantasy, you walk into the first town and it's like, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll buy the 2,000 gold one because it's the most yeah. expensive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it exactly. must be and, the best. And it's like, it's almost like they, they need highlighting with the little options select yeah. blink, uh, thing blink, as he blink. moves along. <laughs> Because cause there's, there's no other equipment around. It's just these four swords, all nicely presented. These are your four options. It's not like, oh, yeah, we've got... Do you know what I mean? It's very sort of in-game. Mm, very gamey. Situation. Yeah, it's fun. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, should we move into the big three questions? Have you got any other odds and ends you want to talk about? 
No, I think I'm good to go into concept execution. So let's roll that transition. Okay, so this is the part of the show we where we where, where we finally decide whether this has enough to get into the anniverse. We ask three questions. Three. The first one, one is about concept. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing like Tekken noises, like <laughs> um, get ready for the next battle. <laughs> um, who would win? We should do a we should do an episode oh, where we versus take, episode like, a versus episode. Like we just be so fun. Every show that we've seen, and we decide who's going to yeah, come out on top. Take the pro tags. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds very good. Um, yeah, that, that, we'll, we'll workshop it. Um, so yeah, we talk about concepts and execution. We think about what this show brings. Does it do a good job? Yeah, Sam, what do you think? Concept and execution. Oh, so quick. Uh, concept. Um, it's, <laughs> it's so close to being your typical bog standard, boring isekai where you go to the other world and always oh, got a power that is, um, kind of unique, but it's actually kind of really good. But the big crux of it is, the fact that his reputation and his uh, social standing and everything is just completely torn away from him right at the beginning is what makes this work. The concept is kind of rote and kind of done, been there, done that, but the execution of it and the twist, I think, is super compelling. And I'll get into that maybe in turnoffs, but I think that the show does a good job of showcasing now for me situation so yeah for me it's it's a win across the board for concept execution how about you yeah i agree i think um even without the twist i was still fairly engaged because of how well they executed the gamification of everything Mm. and the storytelling um and the world building because something something that i've realized i really like from my media or my content like I've mentioned Name of the Wind to you quite a lot recently. Yeah. It's the fantasy series um, by Patrick Bothfuss. Um, and it's a phenomenal series that I'm I'm still reading at the minute and I still go back to. And what I, I love about it is how it's a... The plot is simple. Like, the mm-hmm. plot is so simple, but everything around it is complex. The characters are complex. The world building is complex. The relationships between people and the the day-to-day sort of way they interact with the world is interesting it's done in such an interesting way because you mm-hmm. have a real clear idea of these characters they're really well thought out yeah and that this show does that it's like the concept is so straightforward the plot is so straightforward guy gets pulled to another world has to defend it from evil bad guys great been there done but then that all these different but but it plots can be simple like yeah it doesn't matter whether you've been there and done that it's how you then execute that that's why demon slayer is so popular it's it's the most simple story ever but it's executed with such panache that yeah everybody loves it and i batman works here as well (laughs) family dies must save everyone else yeah yeah (laughs) except for must you know how batman had to turn his sister back from being a demon that, oh, yeah. that was like his motivation yeah that was in the his, 80s his... things were weird in the 80s <laughs> his sister turned into a bat and he had to turn <laughs> her back um there's a weird owl song in there my sister turned into, into a bat da, na, na, my mission na, na, was bat. to turn her back da, na, 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 na. <laughs> um yeah. anyway um yeah so yeah great what about turn offs then 
Or do you want me to do turnoffs? Um, I think the big turnoff, uh, the one that I think could maybe be a bit jarring for people, is the incident, is the allegations of um, sexual assault. I think mm. I, I'm, I think that this kind of topic should be explored in media, especially because it's a safe space to do it. And I think that this show does a really good job of not trivializing it and actually making it so that it has weight and it has importance. But for some people, I could see why maybe that being the reason why he's outcast could rub them the wrong way. But again, I think that the show handles it in such a mature and confident way that it actually becomes this really what interesting you, what, insight. What specifically do you think people would have a problem with? Like the fact that he's outcast for something he didn't do? I think it's the idea that um, it's a false allegation and obviously he was innocent and the idea that... It's almost breezed past, isn't it? Yeah. It kind of, it's very quick and then it's just kind of resolved. There's obviously there's ramifications for him, but then it, the world just keeps kind of chugging on. I think, I, th- I think for me, it's the idea that this big thing has happened and it's used as a plot device yeah, um, to sort of just then, then get on with the rest of the story and show, look, this is why he can't just excel at the same pace. And he has, this is his big problem to overcome. It's the social, his relationship with society. Mm. I, I don't, I think, I think you can look at it that way, but I think that's a very cynical way of looking at it. I think it's an interesting situation to be in. I don't know whether it'd be interesting to, to, I wonder whether like, um, a female perspective would be different to ours. Yeah, of course, because we're sitting here from a standpoint that, like, oh, it's a guy has been accused of a horrible act and he didn't do it, but obviously mm. everybody's believing um, what the woman is saying, even though in this case yeah. she's lying. And obviously in the real world that doesn't always track. And it's, yeah, I think by focusing on a sexual assault, which is already a very kind of walking on eggshells topic to delve into anyway mm. it, it's it ha- i think it handles it in the best way it could do but like mm. it could it also still a choice though isn't it it is still a choice right yeah. like it, it could have so, been that like, he's framed for murder or something and you could ha- you could have the exact same setup done mm. or or something yeah, along true, those lines true it didn't have to be sexual assault that's very true um yeah you're right. It could it could have been something else. Um, arguably, though, murder in this fantasy world where it's soldiers and knights and demons and stuff. yeah, exactly. Like maybe it's not got the same impact. And I see. And again, I think that it is important to have stories where these topics are broached and and examined because mm. fiction is just that. It's fiction. We should look at it and we should examine it and figure out more the inner workings of it all but i think for newcomers coming in that might be something that they have to kind of a hurdle that they have to get over and i think that that is there yeah yeah i agree i agree i think yeah look we've we've tiptoed around it it is a serious issue um but i think the show does a good job and i i I, it, it was engaging not to sort of put it down but it was really engaging to see that like his inner monologue and the way he dealt with that and the 
thinking from a male perspective, obviously mm. that, that rum, have putting myself in his shoes and thinking, if, Christ, that, that is awful. That's, that's like a fear of a lot of guys as well of being falsely accused of something and having to then have that tarnish your name and your reputation and your, your life. And yeah. it, it's, 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 it's a real thing that will have happened in the real world, mm. um, at some point. Um, so it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, it's an, inter- like I say, I, I came off the back of watching, um, Anatomy of a Scandal. And regardless of how that show goes, that, that whole premise at the beginning is, you don't know whether he did or he didn't do it. So there's this side of like, if he didn't do this, this woman is tar- absolutely just make fabricating destroying stuff and his, seeing these real work, yeah. destroying his family, his reputation, his job and career and everything like that. So it's very, it's a very similar dynamic and shows can do it. Like that's, that, mm. that, that was the whole premise of this award winning. Well, I don't think it's award winning Netflix show, this book, this very well published thing. It's, so I think if mainstream media can do it, and that's what people are watching on daytime, like just watching over over over, the, over Netflix, like why can't anime touch that? That's absolutely fine. Exactly. Um, yeah. Cool. Mm. Does it do enough? I think so. Yeah. Like I want to see more. I want to see more of the waves. I want to see. I particularly want to see how now for me comes up from where he is at the moment, which is still, he's kind of, he's now got this iota of respect from this one small village, but he, I want to see more of the shield abilities. I want to see him trading. I want to see him selling stuff and figuring out how to uh, invent capitalism <laughs> within this fantasy <laughs> world. Like it's just, it's almost like watching a redemption story, but the redemption, but the person hasn't done anything of it right like it's it's yeah it's compelling and yeah it i want to see more how about you yeah it's yeah yeah i i mean i'm really rooting uh for now now for me because he's he's just a a really like he's a really likable character um it's nothing's done too extreme like he's not like he's not grating in his obnoxiousness and Mm -hmm. his assholeness and he's not he, he, even in the beginning he wasn't so over the top positive that it was annoying or unrealistic he was yeah. just a, po- a positive guy um that looked to the best in the situation because there was still elements of negativity in that like he, he was questioning how these guys know so much stuff and like mm. is the king ignoring me that that whole comedy scene with that see that was a good fun another good funny scene of back and forth between him and the king's like what hello you're not gonna ask me um, that even sows the seeds though of of the mist the grander mystery because the king's purposefully shunning the shield hero from the get-go and it's like it, and yeah, yeah, even yeah. though it's funny it all weaves together like it's a very well crafted story yeah and it's um yeah I, I guess and also sort of going for themes throughout it's that idea of making him the outsider in all the situations like everyone else was stood up when they arrived i think he was like crouched down mm, um, yeah yeah bit, the, there's all these directorial choices and and uh conversations that happen that always make him out of the loop a bit of an outsider and then um lo and behold the events happen and then we've we've got him as a true outsider he embraces it and he has to sort of take that on it's so intriguing Um, yeah yeah i I definitely want to watch more this is going well in the universe deeply into the universe so well done Mm. the rising of the shield hero we think that we can show you to an absolute novice and that you would be enjoyed by the masses yes Excellent. Welcome to the Anniverse. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We're going to move into Slice of Life where we have a little catch up about things that we've done this week. I've pretty much done mine because I was going to talk about Anatomy of a Scandal, but uh, I'll have a thing and see if there's anything else. Uh, if you've liked what you've heard, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Discord, wherever you want. Send us a message. Send us an email at gateway to the universe at gmail.com. So and tell us what shows you want us to watch. Tell us what you thought about. Um, the, uh, the rising of the shield hero please let us know your thoughts on the on the hot topic of the show do, do you agree with what we've said do you think i hope we've dealt with it tastefully but let us know what you think let us know if you've got any things that we've missed or any other perspectives it'd be really interesting to have that debate definitely um yeah we'll see you in slice of life if you're not sticking around for that we'll see you next week in the anniverse <laughs>
in all honesty. Definitely. I thought it was sort of a, a little bit slow, a little bit sort of, I wasn't really into it as much. Mm. So I, I sort of took a break. And these last four episodes, whoa. Damn. The, the harbour, the harbour battle. Harbor. Oh. Fuck off, oh. Flock. <laughs> My phone is actually autocorrected. Like whenever I speak about Flock to people, it's autocorrected <laughs> to be capital letters, <laughs> fuck off, Flock every time. Like if I try to type fuck yeah. in chat, it's immediately to, oh, are you talking about Flock? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> are you talking about flock again? Yeah. Do we need to? Do we need to have an intervention? An intervention, a flock intervention. Uh, but yeah, yeah, dude, guys, you wouldn't believe the picture that Will sent me. He looked absolutely flabbergasted. <laughs> he was like, "I've just watched Con- the last Connie. four episodes." <sighs> like the the bit on the pier when they're like arguing with those two oh, guys. Oh man, I just Brutal. can't. We're gonna have to do the. Uh, the final season part but, two revisited uh we are, yeah because this yeah. is the longest well, anyway. final season ever <laughs> the final season part yeah. three coming next year <laughs> um yeah so what have you been up to i did it i beat elden ring what did you do oh you beat elden ring congratulations thank you very Fun much fair, please um yeah i beat elden ring i beat the uh, the boss that was beating my ass uh, last week. Oh, yeah. I finally did it. I popped off so hard. I jumped up. I screamed. Like my neighbors must have thought that there was bloody murder going on in here because I was just so excited. Yeah. Um, but I beat the all the bosses. I finished the game. I got all the endings for the trophies. I got the platinum trophy, and so now I can finally put it down and just be like, ah, oh, let's play a video game that isn't ridiculously hard for once because the past three games I've played have been Demon Souls, which is the OG super difficult beat a bunch of demony things and dialogue game. Right. Ghostwire, which not Ghostwire, Ghost Runner, which is like a if you you have to play every level perfectly or you die. And now Elden right. Ring. So mm. I'm looking forward this week. I, I know I know uh-huh. none of the backstories of any of those games, but I'll take your word for it. That I, they're challenging. I believe you. I believe that you don't yes. know those things. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to a week of playing Final Fantasy and Sonic the Hedgehog because the movie's just come out in the UK <laughs> and I can't see it in Japan until August. So I'm just going to have a nice Ooh. detox with that. Mm. I imagine it's terrible, but hey. Hey, hey now. It's got a 97% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty hey, damn now. good. You're a rock star. Yes, um, da, 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 da. Uh, and that's about it for me. Yeah, that's about it. One Piece okay. comes back this week after the Toei hack. It's been gone for four or five weeks. So I've had a One Piece drought awesome. after my just only awesome. consuming One Piece. So yeah, pretty good. That'll do. Brilliant. That'll do. That'll do, Donkey. Um, there we go. A smash. A smash. What was... Smash Mouth. What's the artist that sings? Is it Smash Mouth? I was yeah. going to say Smash Mouth. Oh, and then I was that like, that sounds really weird. What a weird name. Why are you Smash smashing mouth. my mouth? Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bit of Smash Mouth, bit of, bit of Shrek. Uh, love it. Okay, yeah, guys, we'll leave it there. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week when who knows what we'll be covering. Maybe it's a movie. Maybe it's a show. Ooh, Ooh. The options are endless. Samuel. Samuel, let me know the night before we have to record. We'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.